And I think just like with anything that we talk about, sometimes our financial health, depending on our circumstances, it's not going to happen overnight. So we Mm -hmm. have to be willing to go in for the long haul. We have to be willing to go through the process and slowly pay off our debt, slowly build up our credit. It is frustrating when you want to make a big purchase and you're like, my credit sucks and you're working hard to pay it off and you don't see your credit score improve, you Mm -hmm. know? So I would say, again, like you said, Brittany, your mindset has to be right and you have to be willing to put in the work and really it's a process. It's not going to, it's not going to happen overnight. So it's good to have long-term goals when it comes to your finances. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All The Things podcast. In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life and to bring encouragement and community to all of our Wayward Lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm your host, Amy, joined by my co-hosts and daughters, Brittany. Hello. Why do you say my name like that? Because <laughs> you deserve that. And Courtney. Hello. Sorry. Hello. I'm a little nasally today, guys. <laughs> Allergies. Uh, but we're glad you joined us. Yes. So in this week's podcast, we are going to be speaking about financial wellness. Uh, in the past, we've spoken about our wellness journey. And for the most part, we've talked about it as it relates to mindset. And we thought we'd actually revisit something that we did I guess either in episodes one, two, or three, where we had you guys fill out this activity sheet. Uh, So we want to revisit uh, financial wellness. So before we do that, though, of course, we got to keep with tradition. So we are going to be doing our trivia and Courtney is going to be leading it this week. Courtney? Yay. So (laughs) since we're talking about financial health, do I sound really nasally? Yeah. Clearly, I use my nose when I speak. It's that Long Island's are in me. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta use the diaphragm to speak from my chest. Anyway, uh, so since we're talking about financial health, I thought it'd be fun to do some financial trivia. Uh, so the hmm. questions that I'm going to ask, though are based on the middle school course from Next Gen Personal Finance, which is a um, nonprofit that partners with Brandy educators. <laughs> Listen, so the whole point is these are middle school questions. Okay, but I would like to point out that I never had a financial class ever in my life. Right, so basically this organization is working with educators, with schools, to try to make a financial educate to try to make financial education a requirement by 2030. That's a great idea. I think great that's idea. awesome. Yeah. So awesome. this is part of their curriculum. So this is like level middle school. All right. Okay. Anyway, question number one, what is the biggest expense in the average person's budget? And now I do have, I do have like multiple choice I could give you. That was my choice. You could just guess. So okay. Food, Let's hear the multiple choice. Food, housing, healthcare, transportation. Average Food. Food. Housing. Oh, housing is this is expense. Okay. That's yeah. the biggest. That's my second choice. Oh, food comes biggest. In, yeah. Food comes in second. 
All right. All right. All number right. two. Okay. Which of these is not one of the factors that affect your credit score? Not. Payment history, new credit, credit mix, interest rates. Interest, interest rates. Very good. Very good. So the, <laughs> the factors that kind of affect your credit score are payment history, credit utilization, length of credit history, credit mix, and new credit. But what not is credit interest rates. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think it's, it's a mix of all of it. Like if you have personal loans versus car loans versus credit card loans versus okay. student loans. Like not just that's, one type that's of credit. I, like yeah. how much makes like sense. the different sources of credit. Yeah. yeah. Got it. All right. Number three. Which of these statements about saving is true? One, you only need to save for your long-term goals. Two, saving money consistently each month can help you prepare for the future. Three, you can categorize expenses under saving if you get a discount, if you got a discount on them. B. I don't understand the question. <laughs> what was it? it was, Read the question. I know it was the confusing. Answers. It just said, which of these is true? You only need to save oh. for your long-term goals. Saving money consistently each month can help you prepare for the future. You can categorize expenses under saving if you got a discount on them. B. Uh, C. B. Make, making saving into a habit and being consistent is the best way to build an emergency fund or save toward a goal. Oh, it's true. Yes, true. I was picking out the uh, false one. Do you know which one was the false oh, one? Oh, is that, is that it? <laughs> okay, I've got is two more. Should I do the two? Yeah. Do two more. Okay. Yeah. All right. What is a bear market? B-E-A-R. Like, rawr, bear. <laughs> do you want me to yes. give you options? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know what it looks like in stock, I think. One, a time when stock prices are falling. Two, a time when investors are acting aggressively. Three, a time when stock prices are rising. It's either B or a. C. What? Everybody said everything. I heard A, <laughs> B, and C. I think it's B. I said A. Okay. Mom is correct. Dang it. So when stock prices fall and stay low over a period of time, it's known as a bear market. And the bull market is the opposite. Opposite, yes. Which is so weird because I think bears are just as aggressive as bulls. I guess. Should pick rabbit instead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I've seen some feisty rabbits in my day. Like two. I'm not really around rabbits much. Okay. Last question. What does FDIC insured mean? Do you want me to give you the options? By the federal government. It's, it's, it's specific. So one, the bank has insurance against fires and floods for up to $250,000. Two, the bank will owe you $250,000 if they make a mistake. Three, the federal government will repay your deposits up to $250,000 if the bank fails. C. See. Correct. The Federal Deposit really? Insurance Corporation insures deposits up to $250,000 in case a bank fails. So before you open an account, make sure your make bank sure is it's covered. Make sure it's FDIC approved. Yes. All right. Good job, guys. Those yeah, questions weren't too, too hard. I, oh, this is worried. like so different than what I'm used to us discussing. So I, I, I already like this topic. Yeah, it's very different and it's important. It fits into our overall health and wellness. There I go. I'm nasally again. I'm so sorry. I've got to work from 
speaking from the diaphragm. I'm going to work on it. All right. Passing it over to you. Go, Mom. All right. So I think, like I said, I believe it was either in episode one, two, or three. I'm holding up this wonderful worksheet that all of us worked on. And basically, it was an activity that we gave our listeners in terms of what challenges are you trying to tackle What fears or trauma are you trying to overcome or what goals are you trying to achieve? And what we did was we gave you all six boxes. Uh, One was for social, one was for emotional, one was for physical, the other was occupational, spiritual, and financial. And what we wanted you to do was actually rate yourself in terms of uh, how you felt your health was relating to these six topics. So with finance, I thought it would be a good idea to discuss because it is something that we have not discussed. And I I feel it's something that's really important to everyone's future, regardless of your age. So I know we are in different stages of our life, Courtney, Brittany, and myself, different ages as well. So as far as how we save uh, or how we spend even for that matter is, is quite different. Also, I'm an empty nester. Courtney has young kids. Brittany has no kids. What we do with our money is also going to be different. But what I wanted to touch upon is ways that we could actually either save money or um, maybe how, how do we spend money less on things that could be distracting. And when I say distracting, I'll say things like, Netflix, subscription to Netflix, or Courtney, Starbucks, you know, getting your daily star <laughs> cup of Starbucks type of thing, right? So let, I want to lead it in with that, just giving you all an example. And maybe let's start out with, with you, Court, in terms of what is a piece of advice that you can give our listeners or maybe an example of something that they can do in terms of saving or maybe cut costs so that they can save. Do you have anything? Um, I do. I have I have quite a bit because this is um, something like, first of all, I really love the, the initiative that some of these educators are taking to try to include financial education in schools because I took an economics course in high school, but it wasn't something that I was taught throughout my life. And so when I left high school, I got my first mistake was I got a credit card like the next day and mm-hmm. maxed it out within a month <laughs> and then like destroyed my credit before I was even out of high school a year, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it would have been nice to um, have a little bit more education on it. But I think my first thing I would say is this is a mindset thing, just mm-hmm. like with everything else we talk about. Do you want to make a change? Do you want to save um, and so I think that there ha- you have to first address your mindset because if you have no interest in changing your spending habits or no interest in saving money, then there's no point in even trying to go down this road because just like with anything else, you have to form new habits and you won't be able to do that if your mind is not in the right place. Yeah, so I would say it starts agreed. with mindset. Um, I would say educate yourself. There's so many resources out there, tons of reading you can do. But the first step I would recommend for anybody, no matter what age or stage you're at, is to do an assessment of how you spend your money. So David and I did this a few years back when we first um, decided that like we would want to buy a house at some point. Um, We use this program called Mint, 
M-I-N-T, but they have a lot of other programs out there that you can use. Some of them are free. Some you pay money for, but basically you give, you know, you put in your information and it monitors how you spend your money. And it was some ridiculous number, like 65% of our income was spent on food. (laughs) Um, And it was like stupid things like my coffee, like eating out a ton. (laughs) Um, And so I would say like, no matter where you're at in, in your, um, in your life, start out with an assessment, figure out where it is most of your money is going to, and, you know, start from there. I like What do you guys think about that? Have you ever done that before? Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Only really like this past year, uh, because, you know, we we were thinking that we were going to be buying a house soon and we were like, we have to figure out how to financially do this. So um, I think it was maybe last year we did it. Actually, it was during the pandemic. I don't even know how long ago that was now. Time is just (laughs) melting together. But we kind of sat down and we wrote out all of the things that we're spending money on, all the bills that we have, calculated how much we needed just in general each month to pay off bills, and then added groceries on top of that. And we were we combined those numbers and then compared them to, well, this is our total income and this is what we really need to spend. How much money do we have left over? And we realized we had like no money left over because we were <laughs> we were going out. We were, you know, we would go out five nights almost a week, you know, and go out eat, eat dinner and have a couple of drinks and we would go do this. And we went on vacation here and go on vacation there and do this and do that. So we saw that there was a deficit there and realized that we needed to make some changes. Um, so we, you know, we started cooking at home and meal prepping and all those types of things. But yes, uh, we did something like that. And it was very eye opening to see, uh, what we really needed money for and how much we had left. I did it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Every single time you begin speaking, it's okay. (laughs) So So it's funny because I was never interested in uh, understanding where my money is being spent. And even in my younger days, I hated, you know, the, the, the checkbook and, you know, writing where something's going in and, you know, what the balance is and what my paycheck is and blah, blah, blah. I I hated doing that. I knew in my head where the money was going, how much was in there. Um, But when I got married, right, you you have to start sharing those types of things with your partner. Otherwise, you know how much is going in and what's being spent and they have no idea. So um, I think that exercise of actually knowing where your money is going is is a painful exercise. <laughs> I know Steve has wanted to do that with me for I can't even tell you how many times and um we still haven't done it. He's done it, but I I still don't like doing that. But I I know it is a good exercise to do because understanding where your money is being spent and if you want to start saving where you can cut those expenses. I know that he uses an app and I don't know what the app is but it actually gives him an alert as to, hey, your money is being spent here and you haven't even used this. Um, I forgot one of like, like a subscription to faxing something, right? Uh, So he, he canceled that and it, it's interesting, but when he actually acted upon those alerts that he got, I think he saved like a hundred bucks a month. So Unfortunately, back when I was growing up, we didn't have those types of apps, but all you guys out there, you could 
make use of these apps that, that are there and you don't have to do half the thinking. You can actually now use the apps to do the thinking for you. Ma, you have to figure out what that app is and share it. I'll ask him. He he's he knows what it is. So I'll ask him. But even like my like my credit cards that I have. So I have 3 and I have an app for each of them and I set them up to give me notifications to remind me to pay. I set them up for automatic payment some of them. Um and then if I decide I can actually pay more, then I will go back and I'll, I'll do a second payment or whatever. But um you could really utilize these the notifications and um automatic payments to make sure that you're on time and that helps build up your credit as well. So yeah. those are cool things to do. If you have a credit card, look for the app associated with your credit card. Um, really with any bill, actually. Most of the bills nowadays you can just you can pay online and you can set up automatic payments. So mm-hmm. definitely something I would recommend. I know one thing too that um when I was younger, something that I avoided, like it's funny when you said set up automatic payments court, because when I was younger, I, I could care less if I missed a payment. I'll pay it next month. And then when the phone would ring and the creditors would call, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to talk to them. So I want to impress upon our listeners that if you find yourself that you're in that boat, you really need to be responsible when it comes to you're getting a credit card and make sure that you're under that threshold in terms of how much you're using. You don't want to be maxing out your, your credit. The only reason I say that is, If you go to doing something like buying a car or buying a house, what the banks do is they actually look at your credit to income ratio. And if you max out all your credit cards, you know, you could have the best income and making great money. But if you are maxed out across the board, you're going to be you're looking like a liability or a risk to those people who are are going to be lending to you. So just something to keep in mind in terms of make your payments on time and don't be tempted to max out all those credit cards unless you have the ability to the next month pay it down substantially. I think mom, I don't know if you know, know this, but I I believe the recommended number is 30% of the total credit you have, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you want to keep your total credit card like balance at 30% or less of the total amount of credit that you actually have. So there's one practice that Steve does. He, he does a lot of good things. I should follow once in a while. But uh, say that you he, he spends $400 on something. So when the bill comes up next month, what he tries to get into the habit of is leave 15% of that $400 left on the bill. So that's interest that the, comp- the, the credit card companies can charge you. But when you spend that money and then bring it down to 15%, what actually it actually looks favorable to the credit card companies because it shows that you can spend the money, but you're responsible enough and have the ability to pay down those cards. And if you're looking to raise your credit, um, the credit limit, that is one way that you can assure in a short amount of time, if you follow that, that practice, that's one way that you can actually start to increase the limit that they are they're they're giving you. So I had no idea about that, but I he he does that and that has raised raised his credit limits substantially. Yeah. So paying off fifteen percent of a purchase. Yes. Oh, if, no, pay, you pay off until there's fifteen percent left. No, so you you spent a hundred dollars. Uh, you've got a hundred dollars on your credit card. You want to leave. So when you pay it next month, you want to leave fifteen dollars 
on that so credit card. You're going to pay, pay seventy eighty five dollars. Uh, eighty five nine said five. Yeah, eighty five dollars. Yeah, eighty five dollars. Got you. Okay. In simple numbers. Down. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. So I would say I, something else. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Um, something else is, you know, I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole with credit cards, but um, check the interest rates on them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was not something I really paid attention to. And if you miss a payment or you don't pay off enough of it, you'll get an interest charge. And sometimes they're pretty hefty and that, that sucks. So pay attention to that. Yeah. And I, I will give a little uh, tip to parents out there, you know, I'm always looking out for my fellow mom or dad. If you have children, um, you can actually add them to your credit card. Yes, when you first add somebody to your credit card, um, it, it looks like a, what do you call it? Like a soft, I don't know what the term is. Soft draw? No. What, inquiry or whatever. Inquiry. So yeah. it, 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 like you'll see your credit score drop like two or three points, nothing crazy. But, um, what it does then, if you only if you're going to maintain the credit card and if you are responsible enough to continue to maintain it, because you don't want to destroy your kid's credit before they even get out of high school. However, when you add your child to your credit card, like I will have Sammy on mine, um, by the time he even graduates high school, mm-hmm. he will have established You'll credit. Have built. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so actually I learned this from um, a, f- a family friend and she said that she did this for both of her kids. And when her son was 24, 25, he was able to fully purchase a house on his own because of the credit record that he had because his mom did mm. this for him. Nice. So um, again, you don't want to destroy your kid's credit before they even have a chance to live. So only if you really are responsible with your credit card payments and you know that you're going to be responsible when I recommend doing this. But um, I think it's a really ingenious way to give your kids a head start, you know, before before they even graduate high school. Yeah. And there's um there's another app and I can't remember the name of it, but it's for younger kids, younger than Sammy, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like a fake credit card mm-hmm. where you can essentially like if they earn money, you can put it on there and they can swipe it and do I don't know what it's called, but it kind of gives them the idea of what it means. Cause it's not just and- you know, they don't when they're younger, they don't realize cash versus a card. It's just plastic. I can swipe it. Oh, it's fine. Right. So I have to figure out the name of that. Right. It's so funny. That just made me think of something. The other, yeah, yesterday actually, the ice cream man came to our um, development, and um, the kids were waiting outside. And David was said to Kai, "What uh, what do you do? You have you got money?" And Kai was like, "Grandpa, Grandpa, you got money." <laughs> and dad, dad was like, "No." He's like, "Oh, Tata, you know what? Let's go to the store and get money." Like his <laughs> <laughs> concept of money. It was so cute. Yeah. But yeah, they don't they don't fully understand the concept of money, so it's important to give them tools as they grow to help Definitely. them establish that you know that baseline. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Let's talk about uh, saving. Mm. So, yeah. So, I'm the queen of I man. I raised three kids in New York City. I'm the queen of saving. <laughs> are you are you like a coupon queen? Yes, coupon. Oh my gosh. But listen, I know it's a little ridiculous. No, but, but you save a lot of money. But if it works. It does work. And for certain places, like I know Harris Teeter does it. Um, in New York, there was Stop and Shop. I'm not sure about any of the other grocery stores. But what you can do is if you have an online account, you can actually let – it'll show you what's on sale. And you could just click the coupon and it adds it to your card. Hmm. So what that that um, I do that for CVS and I do that for, for Harris Teeter. So, like, let's just say I see Lysol is, has a $2 coupon. 
I'll click it and adds it to my card. So I don't have to cut anything, bring it with me. All I have to do is buy the product, scan it. And then when I scan my Harris Teeter card or whatever it is, it automatically applies the coupon. That's pretty awesome because I hate those CVS receipts. I know. That are like five pages long. Everything's and I'm like, digital okay, now. This has really good coupons. Let me save it. And then I hide it somewhere because it's so long. And then when I find it again, it's expired. It's expired. The yep. only thing is some of them are really specific. Like you can get $4 off of two 12-ounce Neutrogena. Like, okay. Like you have to be like really specific. <laughs> but um, so definitely get an app if you can. But you can add a lot of these things to your, your membership card and it'll just That's take cool. it right off. Yeah. Love that. Um, the other thing that David and I got into the habit of doing is anytime we get any extra money, like a refund of something, or um, I don't know, we overpaid or wh- whatever it is, we automatically put that money into savings. Instead of mm. being like, oh, I have extra money to spend, we just ignore it and just put it automatically into savings. So that's, that's a, a good habit to form, I think, because in the past, I would have just been like, oh, no shoes. <laughs> Coffee, Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> and that's obviously my, my other point. My other tip would be to go ahead and buy your Starbucks coffee, but get it ground at at uh, your grocery store. It's <laughs> very good. Or you can even buy a pound of coffee at Starbucks. It's a little pricey. It's like $14.99. Buy the creamers and you can get yourself 30 to 35 cups for $15, $20 instead of the two fifty it costs three dollars, whatever it is, to get the cup every day. Yeah. So, go mm. do do that. All right. I'll, I'll give you guys a chance. I have more tips if you need them, but you know, <laughs> I'll give somebody else a chance. <laughs> How about you guys? Do you have any money saving tips? I've got a couple. Okay. Um. So, again, I don't do this. I have Steve <laughs> to do this. <laughs> um. Every paycheck that I get um, when he gets his SSA, 10% automatically goes into savings. So there's a nice big uh, amount of money that gets built up over time as a result of, uh, and his comes automatically out. As soon as it hits the account, he's got um, some kind of rule that just takes 10% and throws it into savings. So he never like misses it because it's automatically taken out. So I would say it's, it's the concept of paying yourself first, right? So 10%, 5%, whatever it is that you can um, do, I think 10% is a nice number, <clears throat> do that. And then the other thing is, as far as savings go, I, I had, I think a few weeks ago, written a blog about getting back to work, um, coming home, making dinner, you're tired, you don't want to do it. So you order out, right? And as time goes on, the money that you're spending towards ordering out actually is getting higher and higher. And you're starting to see that impact your savings. So a tip that I would suggest for our listeners is if you can, first of all, try and do some type of meal meal prep during the week so that when you come home from work and you're exhausted, all you have to do is throw the food in the microwave. But every time you pass up that opportunity to eat out, to grab, you know, a cup of Starbucks, to maybe go out and treat yourself to nice pair of jeans or whatever, take that money that you're going to use to spend on that and throw it into the savings or throw it into like a a jar, a fund for vacation. And you can see how quickly that adds up. 
Yeah. So those are my tips. Yeah. Um, so I am not like the most financially healthy person. I'll go ahead and say that. That was when we did the scoring at the beginning and we went through all those different categories. That was my weakest area and something that I wanted to focus on. Uh, coming into this new year, I had $5,000 of credit card debt that I, um, with hard work, paid off in two months. Nice. That was pretty good. Um, But there were some changes with that. So being a teacher for seven years, I roughly made after taxes probably $2,000 a month. Mm. I got paid one time a month. um, And after rent and bills and student loans came out, I maybe had $400 left to last me the month. Mm. Maybe. And that's not accounting for groceries and dog food and things like that. So for a very long time, Alex is, has been the supporter. If once my paycheck was gone, which it was pretty quickly, um, he paid for everything else. So getting a new job where I'm making a little bit more money and then having my cleaning business on the side where I'm earning even more money from that, that has been you know, such a blessing. I have been able to pay off credit card debt. I have been able to start saving money. In addition to paying off $5,000 of credit card debt, Alex and I, when we put our heads together, uh, saved up another $5,000 for a down payment on the house in like a month and a half. So it's definitely possible. And for us, it was really hard because I couldn't quite, I wrapped my head around it in the sense of we like to go out. We like to go out and have dinner and and drink and, and do things. But when we, when we stopped, I think for the new year, we cut out drinking and now we only drink every other weekend. That is saving us a lot of money because anytime we go out, we're going to have dinner. We're going to have a couple drinks. It's at least a hundred bucks. And you know, that's happening four or five times a week. That's 500 bucks a week. Sometimes we're spending on going out. It's a lot of money. So just by meal prepping and maybe going out once or twice a week, maybe even once a week, depending on you know what the plan is, we have been able to save a lot of money, cut down a lot of our credit card debt, boost up our credit scores, save money for a down payment on a house. So um, I guess m- one of my tips is I heard from Tony Robbins. I think he said every paycheck you get, put 150 aside into your into your savings. And that was helpful. That added towards some things. I would also recommend if it's possible, there are so many side hustles you can do. Um, You know, mom with the gnomes and I've got like a little Etsy shop. There are so many things that you could do if you have the time to earn a little bit of extra income. Um, So if you are capable and able to, and you're needing some extra income and maybe you were in a position where I was for seven years as a teacher, where where I wasn't able to save after seven years of teaching, I had $25 in my savings account because that was the minimum to keep it open. I was just never able to save. Um, So if you were like in that position and you're needing that extra income, definitely research and see if you can find some ways to make a little bit of extra for yourself if you're capable and able to do so. That was it. That helped us out a lot. Yeah, I like that. Those are good tips. We're going to have to compile like a list and and, and post them for everybody. These are some good. A list. Yeah. <laughs> a list. We love lists. We're list people. We love it. Ta-da! Ta-da! I do have a couple of um other other tips if if you'd like to hear yes. them. Let's <laughs> hear them. Um. All right. Sounds good. So I, one of the things that, wait, I just want to say too, as a little disclaimer, because mom put her little disclaimer in there. Since I have been living in other people's homes, I'm not doing all of this. (laughs) And once I move back into my own home, um, I will be. And so, um, all right, now that that's out there. (laughs) Soon, it's coming soon. 
Yeah. One of the things I do, um, and I have to go back to doing this on Amazon because I think I've just kind of justified that I, you know, all I'm moving to kind of just buy on Amazon all the time. But what I used to do on all of my online accounts is not save my credit card info on there because if every single time I have to go in there and type in my information, it actually stops me from making a lot of purchases because it's too lazy to do it or I don't have my card on me at the moment or whatever. So like if I have any online accounts, I don't save my credit card information if I don't have to. That's um, smart because I made a boo-boo and let Google save it for me. So no matter what website I, I, website I'm on, it's like, do you want to pay with this card? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> What's the security code? I'm like, oh, I know that. Those are three easy numbers. And then boom, I purchased it. Like, this is Yeah, and then it links to your cell phone. So even if you're browsing things on your cell phone, it remembers. And you're like, oh, yeah. man. This That's is pretty scary. Yeah. I should probably I take that off. I really, yeah. yeah. No good. Um, <laughs> Making a note. <laughs> Take it off. It's like, well, Google, thank you for being so efficient for me. <laughs> um, at home. Oh, I did it. I heard it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> I did. So at home, I would say yeah. use a dishwasher if you can. You'll oh, save yeah. water. I don't know how much you guys pay for water. You know, in the city, in, in New York City, it was nothing. It was like 20 bucks a month. But yeah, I know here smart. water is a little bit more expensive, yeah. so use a dishwasher when you can. I think it's like if you wa- if you're washing dishes, like for every three minutes, if you leave the water running when you're washing dishes for every three minutes, you waste six gallons of water. Wow! Ooh, for that matter, when you brush your teeth. Yep, same. So turn that like just regular, you know, things that we were taught when we were kids. Turn the lights off when you leave the room. Watch your AC and your heat. Mm. You know, don't leave things running. Unplug things if you can. Like. That kind of stuff. So um, be mindful, especially with the kids. I'm like, turn off the lights. <laughs> like that's what it always was as kids. Like, shut the light yeah. off. Um, Don't touch the AC. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like a happy, I'm happy in between, between mom and dad when it comes to the use of, what am I going to say? <laughs> the air conditioner. Paper towels. Oh, paper towels. Mom uses the same paper towel for about four weeks. <laughs> Dad uses four paper towels for one little mess. So I like to think that I'm somewhere in between. But what I used to do when I was living in New York is I would just buy the reusable, you know, towels and I would wash like them. A, like a cloth? Like a cloth. Yeah, a cloth. Or, but they have like specific like microfiber dish towels that you can use to like – if you're going to dry dishes um, – or yeah, like a regular cloth that you can reuse when you're wiping stuff down. I know like it won't it's not sanitary if you don't clean the cloth. So you need to clean the cloth. <laughs> wipe the window, uh, wipe the dishes, yeah, clean the toilet. Wise, it's not gonna work. <laughs> but um yeah, so that's that. And finally, one more thing. Um, check. I know some people work for like local companies, but some of us work for corporations. So check with your company to see what kind of relationships they have. Like my company, I can get a certain discount on insurance. I can get a certain discount. Like they gave us, I want to say $25 off a month on our medical um, uh, premiums if we participate in like a wellness program, an online Mm. wellness program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so check to our listeners check your your company and see if they have any incentives for you to save money anywhere anything some some companies even offer discounted gym memberships or free gym memberships 
So yeah. you could really, um, yeah, you could really look into that. And when you can, shop local, I would say. Because mm-hmm. you're and sometimes local and handmade things can be more expensive, but you're getting good use out of them because they're they're like they'll last a long time. You know, mm-hmm. so you spend a little bit more money up front for something that's gonna last you long versus getting something off Amazon that's gonna break. It's cheap, you know. Yeah. So all right, I've talked enough. Uh, something to add to that. My insurance now with my new company is pretty good. And if you get like a wellness check, they give you money back. And I was expecting like maybe fifty to a hundred bucks. And I got two hundred fifty dollars. Wow. For just doing my wellness check. I was like, what? Can I do another? <laughs> How many can I do? <laughs> just one, just one a year. But yeah, definitely check those out. And then same thing with the insurance as well. Like we got a discount on the Peloton bike and six months of it for free. I do oh, believe it. Nice. Yeah. Um, so there, there are some options. All it takes is a little bit of research. And I think it goes back to what you said, Courtney. It's all about a mindset. If you're ready and willing to make a change and you get your headspace right, then changes can happen. But you can't just wish and be like, you know, I wish I had more money. I wish I could do this. And then not make changes and not do anything about it. Yeah. And I think just like with anything that we talk about, sometimes our financial health depending on our circumstances, it's not going to happen overnight. So we mm-hmm. have to be willing to go in for the long haul. We have to be willing to go through the process and slowly pay off our debt, slowly build up our credit. It is frustrating when you want to make a big purchase and you're like, my credit sucks and you're working hard to pay it off and you don't see your credit score improve. You mm-hmm. know. So I would say, again, like you said, Brittany, your mindset has to be right and you have to be willing to put in the work and really – it's a process. It's not going to, it's not going to happen overnight. So it's good to have long-term goals when it comes to your finances, you know? Definitely. um, One last tip. I don't know if you guys know this, but you have the ability to download your statements from your bank. And when you do that, you can put your spending in categories. So what that'll help you do is if you're in earnest, really want to understand where you're spending money and see where you can cut out some expenses, go ahead and do this and categorize each of those items. You can also, at least in my bank, you can categorize each of them on the online. It lets you say, okay, Netflix, all right, this is, you know, um, I forgot what the category was, but you know, as opposed to food and gas and your mortgage type of thing. Entertainment. Uh, entertainment. Thank you. Uh, but if you go ahead and download that, and then if you want to work out a nice pivot table, <laughs> you can go ahead and see where you're actually spending the most of your money. And then you can start to make those changes in terms of, and you don't have to do it all at once, right? Small steps what you're going to cut out first and then see how that affects you in the coming months. And as you start to see forward progress, then you can start to make even more cuts. But I just wanted to, in case our listeners were not aware that, like I said, your online banking allows you to actually download your expenses uh, and put that into an Excel spreadsheet where you can look at that even further. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that because we're so bad. We have every, every, Streaming service. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? 
What did that you was burp? Not a burp. That was my stomach. <laughs> I didn't hear it. it I didn't hear so it. So I didn't hear it. I saw her face. It was no, so I think she was reacting to mine. We have Hulu, Netflix, Peacock, Amazon Prime. Um, we have Apple TV. Oh wow! HBO Max. Like we have every streaming service, and I'm sure that I'm a sucker for. Hey, try this free for a week. I'm like, okay, and then it's like two it's months like later, I'm getting charged for it. I'm so bad at that. So I think Do I'm going to start downloading. I'm not such a whiz as ex- at Excel yet, so I think I will use color coded highlighters to highlight the different. <laughs> items on my statement (laughs) and i'll get you that app that steve uses because it's very very helpful okay yeah Yeah. definitely do that tips um i do i do want to tell you guys i don't know if i told you this mom but my lowe's card gives me points like fuel points and so if i get gas like at the lowe's station i get a certain amount off of um my gas per gallon and this past week david and i got a dollar fifty off of gas per yeah. gallon is wow. cheap so That's pay attention incredible. pay attention again to your grocery stores and those those yes. little membership cards because they're free you get it for free yeah you you get coupons and and discounts and you get fuel points That's i love awesome. when those pay you back like that yeah you know what's and- funny is we have an ingles card and we have so many points the nearest ingles is 30 minutes away that has a gas station uh, oh yeah because huh. uh, okay oh. Oh. You're going to use it. What did you say was going to be used to get there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's crappy. Yeah. And I would say, too, we don't have to deal with that much longer. Yeah, I know, right? But if you can pay cash or carry cash with you, this is something I have to start doing because I hate carrying cash, but it keeps you on budget. Like if you go grocery shopping and you know you only want to spend $150, bring $150 with you and that's it. You know what I mean? Or wherever it is, because then you know you won't go past that unless you reach into your pocket and grab your credit card. Leave your credit card home. <laughs> or your debit card home and only carry cash when you're, you know, you want to you stick to have your budget. Apple Watch that has your credit card. No, it's the worst. Oh, yeah. It just scans. It connects every single one it's to so, your watch make it so or your easy. phone. You make it yeah. so easy to spend money. It's like you really have to be mindful. Yeah, you anyway. do. All you right. Do. That's all I got for you. Right. Anybody I'll else? Stop talking. That's all I got. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Please continue to support us by subscribing to our podcast as well as rating us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us those five stars. If you love this episode, please share this on your Instagram stories and tag us at wayward underscore lasses. And if you're not following us, what are you Uh, doing? What are you doing? Forget you. (laughs) Follow us. You can stay up to date on the tips, tricks, and short stories that we share or send us some love in our Wayward Lasses Facebook community. Don't forget if there's a topic you love for us to cover, email us at waywardlasses at gmail.com. And don't forget we have a website, www.waywardlasses.com. Mom's blog is up there. We've got some handouts that you can download for free. And we have a shop with some things. So until next time, guys, some things. All the things. All the things. All the things. Until next time, we are the Wayward Lasses reminding you to keep it real. Bye. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for stopping by. Stay classy. Thanks for stopping by. Bye.